Well, welcome to another Movie Monday edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and boy, is this going to be a phenomenal program today. I have absolutely no doubt it's going to be one of the best programs we've ever done here on the Bottom Line Show. And the reason, quite frankly, is because it's not about us. It's all about him. It's all about the Lord. I mean, mean, every program, when you get right down to it, that we do, should be focused on what's best and good and pleasing to him. But in recent weeks, in recent months, in recent years, there have been so many people who have fallen into the category of announcing, as it were, that they don't believe in the truth anymore. And it's really unfortunate that they feel that way, because the truth is still the truth whether we like it or not. The truth is never going to change, and we as Christians have an obligation to go into all the world, preach the gospel, in other words, tell the truth. So when it comes to the sanctity of human life, when it comes to gender orientation, when it comes to trafficking or this, that, and the other thing, we have an obligation as Christians to tell the truth. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean, this is the danger of current culture, it doesn't necessarily mean that we spend so much time focusing on the bad parts of the truth that we wind up missing sharing the good news of the gospel. But today here on The Bottom Line, we have a couple of different stories to look at that are all focused on that same reality. In spite of the darkness of the culture, there is a light that can be shown or shined, as it were. Uh, Jared Giese is going to join me at the bottom of the hour uh, when the whole network is together. Jared is the Senior Vice President of Global Distribution for Angel Studios. If you've ever heard that name before, uh, it's because here on The Bottom Line, we talk about Angel a lot as the studio that uh, was behind the production of The Chosen when it first started. And Angel has done a lot of different um, faith-based projects over the years. Now, Angel and Chosen, I think, have kind of, I don't want to say gone their separate ways, but Angel Studios is more than just The Chosen. As a matter of fact, if you saw the movie His Only Son that came out uh, during Holy Week, uh, it was a very, very popular movie. I mean, it, 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 it... it shattered all sorts of box office expectations. Uh, I think in some, well, for some reason, because, I mean, like, I could Google, if I type his O, his only son shows up. And uh, the the movie just, it really surprised people when it came out uh, during this week, or it came out during Holy Week, and it wound up uh, generating tons of not only buzz, but also... Um, Lots of ticket sales. Um, this is a movie that came out during Easter week, as I mentioned. And the whole idea behind it, a lot of people said, gosh, his only son, that's got to be about Jesus. And it's Holy Week, let's go see it. It was actually about Abraham and Isaac. And Abraham and Isaac movie was released, uh, came out on March 31st. Of course, Easter this year was the first week of uh, April. And it wound up doing $12 million at the box office. Now, to put this in perspective, Jesus Revolution, that had tons of pre-hype all about uh, uh, Pastor Chuck Smith and Lonnie Frisbee and the Calvary Chapel movement, that did about $53 million at the box office. So his only son that was literally made on a shoestring about Abraham and Isaac and how Abraham's faith was tested when God tells him to go sacrifice his only son, it's a forebear to God and the sacrifice he would make with Jesus Christ. But his only son was just remarkable. So then the second... <laughs> big release this year for Angel Studio. Talk about hitting a couple of home run grand slams. The second one is a movie called Sound of Freedom. Perhaps you've heard of it. 
This is the movie that was really Sound of Freedom about the story of Tim Ballard and his uh, Operation Underground Railroad uh, Rescue Group. He was a, uh, a government special agent who winds up leaving the U.S. government and opening his own nonprofit ministry. He's in Cambodia. He's in Cartagena. He's all over the world, even Mexico, rescuing children who have been trafficked, who are being trafficked. And basically drawing attention to the fact that as many as 2 million children every day are, are missing because of trafficking. Uh, human trafficking has become that commodity where kids can be bought and sold. I mean, drug dealers have figured out you could sell cocaine once, you could sell a child five, six times a day. And um, Tim made a documentary about his experience. And then in uh, 2018, after having seen the documentary, a, a, a Hispanic group uh, picked up the desire to make this film. They recruited Jim Caviezel, who played Jesus in Pastor of the Christ, to star as Tim Ballard, and they made the movie Sound of Freedom. And it was finished in 2018, and then 20th Century Fox was purchased by Disney in 2019. And then the movie sat, and there's lots of speculation as to why the movie sat. A lot of people are saying, you know, Disney didn't know they had it. Um, a lot of other people were saying that Disney didn't want anyone to see it. Now, I can speak into one part of that conversation. And that is the fact that the, the, the whole Disney didn't know they had it. Um, I, years ago, we, we still have copies here at the Bottom Line Show Studios. I co-authored a book on Internet safety along with Steve Arterburn. It's called Internet Protect Your Kids. We signed a contract in June of 2006 to write the book, and we signed that contract with, uh, was it Integrity Publishers? And within a week of signing with Integrity, Integrity had been sold to Thomas Nelson. So I called my agent and said, what do we do? And he said, well, here's the good news. The good news is Thomas Nelson's way bigger than Integrity, so you'll have a lot more of an imprint. He said, the bad news is you were kind of that player to be named later. later. I mean, they bought this publishing company because there were certain titles they wanted to publish as Thomas Nelson. You guys are going to get your book put out, but they're not going to do a lot of publicity for you, and they did not. Well, technically, the publishing company, in a case like this, owns the book. Internet Protect Your Kids has been owned by Thomas Nelson Publishers for 17 years. And if I want to try to do anything with a book that I co-authored, I would have to get lawyers and contact Thomas Nelson and say, hey, would you uh, let me have my book back or can I buy it back from you? It's kind of what happened with Sound of Freedom. But once it was released, they did a big pre-sale of tickets for 4th of July. The thought was, well, released on the 4th of July. Sound of Freedom sounds patriotic. Maybe some people will want to see it because of that. And they wound up selling $10 million for the pre-sale tickets. As a matter of fact, it was the number one movie in America. More people saw Sound of Freedom on the 4th of July than the Indiana Jones movie. Now, that had been out for a little while, but still, it's kind of nice to say you beat Indiana Jones. But then the word of mouth started to spread, and Sound of Freedom started to pick up momentum. As a matter of fact, from that $10 million opening on Tuesday, July 4th, by the end of that weekend, it had grossed about $40 million. And more people kept talking about it. And this is kind of strange. The movie kept selling tickets and selling and selling and selling tickets. As a matter of fact, they have this really special campaign to where people who can't afford tickets can actually get tickets for free. More on that in just a moment. The following weekend, the second weekend, it came in second only to, I think it was Mission Impossible, but they actually did larger box office in week two than they did in week one. They just finished up weekend number three, 
and we'll have final tally for you later in the broadcast. But coming up today at the bottom of the hour, that's 3.30 Pacific time, 4.30 Mountain time here on the Bottom Line Show. Uh, Jared Giese is going to join me here on the program to talk about the phenomenon of Sound of Freedom. It's Movie Monday, and we do have a pair of tickets to, I mean, literally a pair of tickets that are the hottest tickets in Hollywood right now. And we are fortunate that we have these tickets to give away. One pair. So I'm going to give you the number now since you tuned into the start of the program so you get head of the line. 800-227-5278. is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Now, we do have a pair of tickets for Sound of Freedom, which is in theaters now. And I highly recommend you get these tickets from us and go see it this week. Don't wait for the weekend. Go tonight, go Tuesday, go Wednesday. These are days where the theater operators are looking and saying, okay, yeah, you guys were a big deal then, but what have you done for me lately? These midweek releases are huge in Hollywood. And this is where we as Christians can really let our voices be heard, okay? 800-227-5278. I have a pair of tickets to Sound of Freedom starring Jim Caviezel and Mira Sorvino has a, a small cameo-esque role playing his wife. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. We also have, in addition to the pair of tickets, a couple of shirts. I, mean, I love the merchandise stuff, right? We've got a couple of Sound of Freedom t-shirts they were giving away as well. So you've got three chances to win Sound of Freedom material. And uh, Jared Giese, who's the Senior Vice President of Global Distribution for Angel Studios, is going to join me at the bottom of the hour to talk about the release of the film, uh, why they are literally giving tickets away. We'll talk about that special Pay It Forward program and the reason why he thinks Hollywood is a little skittish about this topic. The reason is they're telling the truth about human trafficking and especially as it pertains to the human trafficking of children for the purpose of sex and labor and other things as well. It's an inconvenient truth, as a former vice president of the United States would say, but it's a truth that needs to be dealt with nonetheless. On the other hand, there's another issue with regard to the sanctity of human life that also is creating a bit of an inconvenient truth, and the messenger in this case is an evangelical Christian, who just so happens to be a former vice president, who just so happens to be running for president as a Republican in the 2024 campaign. What did former Vice President Mike Pence say recently about abortion, about the sanctity of human life, and why he does not think that abortion for a preborn child, even one who's been diagnosed with a terminal illness, is uh, why he believes it's incompatible with life. We'll break that down, do a little analysis, balance, and clarity of the vice president's comments. It's coming up next as the bottom line continues. You can protect against market volatility without investing all your money into bonds. Wilson Financial has simply better alternatives. The last 12 months, there has been almost $1.7 trillion invested in investment-grade bonds. This move to safety locks up money for a long time of guaranteed low returns. Why? Market volatility. Well, my comment is why go with low earnings for a long time when you can get great earnings with a solid real estate-backed investment paying you 6% over the next three years. After three years, you can invest in another option, or you can do what most of our investors do and reinvest in another one of our new exclusive 6% accounts. This strategy gives you the best of both options without settling for many years of low returns. Our 3D Money 6% account pays you great interest, 
while you're not subjecting yourself to market volatility. Call 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or visit kbrightradio.com slash Wilson Financial and ask about Dennis Wilson's exclusive real estate-backed 6% investment account. Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, Movie Monday edition of the broadcast. And coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, Jared Giese, who's the Senior Vice President of Global Distribution for Angel Studios, the company that brought The Chosen to the big screen and to the small screen. And now who is bringing the movie, has brought Sound of Freedom to the big screen in record numbers, over $100 million of tickets sold and even more tickets given away. By the way, we're giving away a pair of tickets today here on the program. You can call in and get, on, get in on that drawing at 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800 the number to get you through to the bottom line. One pair of tickets to see Sound of Freedom, and we also have a couple of Sound of Freedom t-shirts to give away too, because... Our publicist here on that one, Lori Eiselman, loves merchandise. And I'm glad she got us these shirts. 800-227-5278. The reason Sound of Freedom is ringing a bell with Christians is because it tells the truth about human trafficking, and especially as it pertains to the trafficking of children for sex. The reason that Hollywood is running away from this movie is because they don't like that being brought to light, because quite frankly, that's part of the Hollywood culture, and they just don't like it being exposed. There are parts of Sound of Freedom that will look an awful lot like Epstein Island. You know, Jeffrey Epstein, the famous financial guy, allegedly killed himself in prison. Jelaine Maxwell, his girlfriend slash business partner, who's now serving 20 years in prison for trafficking children. But the one part of the puzzle that is missing is, well, no one's bothered to take a look at why this woman didn't have to name any of the people she trafficked children to. There is a scene sequence in Sound of Freedom that looks eerily familiar to the Jeffrey Maxwell story, or the Jeffrey Epstein story. Um, I'm just There's language in this movie. It's not for the faint of heart, but it's powerful. Speaking of not for the faint of heart, former Vice, Vice President Mike Pence has so much integrity, I think. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, he cost us the election in 2020. I don't think so. I mean, if I study the cases over and over again, even John Eastman, who came on this program and said, look, I didn't tell these guys this is what you need to do. I told these guys this is what you could do if this happens, if this happens, if this happens. And so many of the state delegators didn't do what they needed to do to make it happen. Mike Pence's hands were tied on January 6th. But he's taken a year off, maybe a year and a half, and now he's decided he's going to officially run for president. And he was giving a campaign speech an interview with the Associated Press. And uh, they were asking, well, now that Roe versus Wade has been overturned, you know, uh, what do you think about uh, banning abortion? And he said, quite frankly, I, I, I'm in favor of it. He said, I believe that every Republican pa- candidate should support a federal law that would make 15-week abortion ban at a minimum the federal law. Right now, there is no law. Uh, they just rested on the laurels of Roe versus Wade, but Democrats and progressives took it for granted that they didn't have to have individual case law on this. And so now they're working furiously to try to get this thing passed. And with a Republican uh, majority in the House of Representatives, it shouldn't pass, quite frankly. I mean, they just, they won't. In this interview, though, with the Associated Press, uh, it's interesting that someone was trying to tag Mike uh, Pence by saying uh, that, that, that he was a guy who was pro-life, except if the child was uh, given a terminal diagnosis. 
And when he was basically of a terminal diagnosis or a fetal anomaly, the kid wasn't expected to survive. Apparently, the Associated Press was under the impression that Mike Pence was okay, that he uh, w- that somehow he would support a, an abortion, uh, even in the case of the uh, in the case of non-viable pregnancy. Here's what he said. He said, "You know, I've heard so many stories over the years of courageous women and families who were told that their unborn child would not go to term or would not survive, and then they had a healthy pregnancy and a healthy delivery." So I always want to err on the side of life. I would hold that the that view in the matters because, quite frankly, I honestly believe that we got this extraordinary opportunity in the country today to restore the sanctity of life as the center of American law. So basically, um, they said that he he supports an abortion ban in non-viable pregnancy cases. Um, then... Uh, I guess the confusion was once they started reporting this, one of his advisors uh, told the Christian Post that the vice president was referring to adverse prenatal diagnoses, not situations where the mother's life was at risk, which is such as the case of like with an ectopic pregnancy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, now, so there's where Mike Pence stands. If the mother's life is truly at risk, and I think most people would agree that if the mother's life is truly at risk, drastic measures need to be taken. But our friends at the Charlotte Lozier tell us that less than 1% of pregnancies ever put a mother's life at risk. I mean, 2% put the baby's life, it's like 97% of abortions are elective. It's a woman who says, I don't want to be pregnant, full stop. Or a husband or a boyfriend who says, I don't want you to be pregnant. I mean, trust me, our friends at Preborn know this all too well. Woman goes to an abortion clinic and they say, would you like your abortion on Friday or Monday? Those are the two choices you get. Would you like surgical or medical? Those are the choices you get. When you go to a preborn clinic, they say, let's show you the ultrasound. And in that ultrasound, you know, we always talk about the picture of the baby and how cute the kid is and, you know, whatever. But sometimes in the ultrasound, you do detect what could be a fetal abnormality. Happened with our daughter, Taylor. Happened with my producer. I mean, lots of people, so they'll see something on there and say, wait, is that a cyst? Is that a this, that, and the other thing? And it requires further follow-up, further action. But here's what the left, the, the inconsistency is just stunning. Here's Alan Peaceman, professor emeritus of obstetrics and gynecology at Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine. He says that carrying a pregnancy to term in a case where the child has been diagnosed as either terminal or having a fetal anomaly places the mother's mental health at risk. Quoting him here, this is in the Associated Press. It is psychological torture to go out in the world for people to see your pregnancy and people will come up to you and want to talk about your pregnancy and that puts a woman in a terrible position no one should be in unless they choose to be in that position. In other words... Uh, another a behavioral scientist says, if you force women to carry a doomed pregnancy to term just so you can go through the trauma of delivering a dead fetus. Well, here's the problem with that kind of line of reasoning. First and foremost, uh, this, Dr. Jeffrey Wright, OBGYN, maternal fetal medicine specialist, American Association of Pro-Life Obstetricians and Gynecologists. He says, unfortunately, several thousand families every year receive prenatal diagnoses indicating that their child's life will be significantly shorter than average, ending before or shortly after birth. For families facing such diagnoses, perinatal palliative care, PPC, also known as perinatal hospice, is a life-affirming option that allows them to have support as they honor and grieve their child while navigating his or her final stages of life. 
He also then noted that many studies have found that continuing a pregnancy after an adverse diagnosis is not, quote-unquote, psychologically harmful, especially when you compare it to a woman who has an abortion. I'm going to look at those numbers on the other side of this break, but also remind you that if you are looking for an opportunity to uh, get good prenatal care and maybe you're in between insurances or not quite sure what to do, contact Preborn, find a clinic, get that pre, uh, pregnancy test and ultrasound and get the ball rolling there. And for those of us here at the Bottom Line Show who want to take advantage of the fact that we still have uh, portions of Dennis Wilson's matching gift in place. Uh, when you call 833-850-BABY, you can make a tax-deductible donation to support the Ministry of Preborn. Uh, every $28 you donate will be matched. It'll be doubled. And that means another, well, actually two, uh, uh, ultrasound appointments can be kept. Or you could just give a $1,500 donation. It becomes 3000 Once we get to 15000 in donations, another ultrasound machine will be placed at a preborn clinic. 833-850-BABY is the number to call to make your donation. 833-850-2229. Or go online to kbrightradio.com or rogermarsh.com. Click on the preborn banner and make your best donation today. So is it actually more harmful for a woman who has been given a diagnosis that her child may be terminal or may be born with a fetal anomaly? Or is it worse for a woman to get an abortion and then have to deal with the psychological aftermath after the fact? We'll talk about that coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Coming up in about five minutes, Jared Giese, who's the Senior Vice President of Global Distribution for Angel Studios, is going to join me to talk about Sound of Freedom, the phenomenal movie that has, it's over $100 million in climbing. We want to see its third full week of release uh, actually be the strongest. And uh, that's why we're giving away a pair of tickets to this movie today. 800-227-5278. Also giving away a couple of Sound of Freedom t-shirts too. Jared's going to have more about the latest on this movie. And what about the controversy regarding Disney and why they didn't release this movie when they had it back in 2019? Uh, former Vice President Mike Pence is now presidential hopeful Mike Pence. And in an interview recently with the Associated Press, he was quoted as saying that he supports uh, a ban on abortion regardless of how far along the woman is, et cetera, et cetera. And then one of his aides said, well, of course, if there's a terminal you know, problem, a fetal anomaly, something like that, uh, he wants the mother's life to be taken into consideration. But it's amazing how many pro-life doctors are saying, well, look, the left just assumes that if you tell a woman your, daughter, your daughter's going to be born with Down syndrome, your son's going to be born with cerebral palsy, whatever it is, that most people automatically would assume that this is what they want. They want an abortion and that it's actually better for their mental health. But it's interesting because when it comes to perinatal palliative care, in other words, helping a family come to terms with the fact that, look, your, your son or daughter has a chance of maybe only living a couple of hours, maybe a couple of days. You don't know. We had friends at our church years ago. Son was born with a rare neurological disorder. They told him he'd have 10 months to live. He lived 10 years. I mean, why would you abort that life, right? It's amazing. According to a study published by the Midwifery Journal, women who abort a pregnancy due to a fetal anomaly actually express considerable physical and emotional pain with psychosocial and reproductive consequences. Uh, the, the, another study that was published in Perinatal Diagnosis Journal said that higher levels of depression were associated with women who aborted a child rather than carrying that pregnancy to term. 
It's amazing, uh, according to Dr. Wright. PPC, perinatal palliative care, has also been found to lower parental anxiety compared to abortion. More importantly, though, PPC respects the dignity and humanity of the preborn child, which is what physicians are sworn to do with our patients. So the Mike Pence physician saying, look, even if a woman is given a diagnosis like this, I still support banning abortion. Oh, and by the way, as the father of a bonus daughter whose mother was told when she was in utero that she would have a myriad of emotional and physical problems because of what they call intermittent developmental delays chromosomally, and none of those came to fruition, I'm awfully glad that Lisa listened to her heart and listened to the Holy Spirit and didn't listen to the doctor. Uh, By the way, I highly recommend, it's part of the reason why we're so passionate, we support two ultrasound visits every month through Preborn and encourage you to do the same. It only takes a couple of seconds to go online to kbrightradio.com and click on the Preborn banner and then make your best donation. A $28, every $28 donation provides another ultrasound visit with pictures, process, the whole shot. Um, and then the counsel that women need to find out whether or not they want to be mothers and raise these kids or to release the child for adoption. Or in some cases, you might find out that there may possibly be a prenatal anomaly and that child might only be with you for a few days or a few hours. But what is this life compared to eternity with the Lord? Aren't we blades of grass? Aren't we flowers that wither and fade? I mean, come on, the, the idea that you don't get 90 years on this planet doesn't mean that your 90 days isn't any less valuable, is it? 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. Make your best tax-deductible donation to Preborn today. And stay with us. On the other side of this break, Jared Giese, the Vice President of Distribution Globally for Angel Studios, going to talk about Sound of Freedom and why it caught Hollywood looking the wrong way. We'll talk about that coming up next as the bottom line continues. You've been in an accident, and the worst thing you can do is to wait to contact Stephanie at Cover Law. Stephanie frequently talks to people who waited too long to seek help with their cases or tried to handle them on their own, and by then, it's too late. Family and friends mean well, but they can give truly bad advice. Often, even trusted advisors will try and convince you to wait for more compensation. Stephanie knows the insurance companies want you to wait. They don't want you to file police reports, and they don't want you to reach out to Stephanie at Cover Law. That's because Stephanie is keenly aware of the tactics they use and why. She spent 20 years litigating for insurance companies and knows the strategy they will use to minimize their liability and your awarded amount. Insurance companies are for profit. They don't share Stephanie's Christian values, and typically they won't be fair to you. Don't deny yourself the ability to get better. Go with a proven expert in the field of personal injury and contact Cover Law at kbrightradio.com slash C-O-V-E-R today. Well, a special guest joining us today for this special edition of uh, Movie Monday here on The Bottom Line Show. Uh, it's not every day that we get a chance to talk about a film having such a broad impact in such a powerful way, and it keeps getting stronger each and every release day. The movie, of course, is Sound of Freedom. It's the movie starring Jim Caviezel. It's the true life story of Tim Ballard and the work that he's done with Operation Underground Railroad. Uh, the movie released on the 4th of July had a huge pre-sale ticket um, event. And of course, July 4th was a Tuesday. So we thought, well, that's really good. And since that day, it has continued to grow each weekend stronger than the last. 
recently passed the $100 million mark in ticket sales. And there's an asterisk you can put on that one because of the very nature of the way things are put together. Now, you may or may not be surprised to find out that Angel Studios is involved in this, too. If you watch The Chosen, you know that Angel Studios is you know right there on ground floor of that. Uh, Jared Gacy is with me today here on The Bottom Line. Uh, he is currently Senior Vice President of Global Distribution at Angel Studios, and he's joining me both on the broadcast side of things, on the radio, but also on our myhubnow.com with our Zoom feed. Uh, Jared, welcome to The Bottom Line Show today. Thank you, Roger. Pleasure to be here. This is an interesting project because of the timetable. I re- now I'm I'm going to jog our listeners' memory here because we've been on the air about twelve years. There was a time I want to say around 2013, 2014 or so, where there was a documentary about Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad that we actually hosted a screening for, and it was very very powerful. And then the wheels got in motion to get this movie made. Angels only been around for the last half a year or so. Uh, Jared, kind of pick up the story from there, if you will. I mean, the movie was shot five years ago, but it's just now in theaters. Yeah, the the, the film, um, the producer, Eduardo Verastegui and director Alejandro Monteverde, they have been working on the story for eight years, mm-hmm. uh, shot it about five years ago. It was originally uh, with with 20th Century Fox. And uh, and then in, when Disney acquired Fox, it kind of they decided for whatever reason they didn't want to release the movie and. And um, and so the, Eduardo Verastegui was able to purchase the rights for the film back. It took him about a year to get the rights back. And then the pandemic happened. And so, uh, you know, we kind of shut theaters down. And so that just was uh, so many hurdles that this film has gone through to get to to what's happening now. But it's I think it's one of those um divine providence kind of things where it just now was the time. Uh, and so we connected uh, with the producers um in march of this year and uh and so what we we thought well this is let's see if this is so the way we pick up films was there's no executive at angel that green lights a project that only comes um from the angel guild and so the angel guild is made up of about a hundred thousand people anybody can join the angel guild and be part of choosing the next show or film that angel studios is going to release and so the angel guild watched sound of freedom and they they scored it some of the highest scores we'd ever seen Hmm. Uh, and so we said well we we absolutely have to take this film to theaters um and we had just recently launched a theatrical division at angel we've we've had a streaming app Mm -hmm. we still do um but getting into the theatrical space uh, is fairly new for us. Um, mm-hmm. We had some success with the chosen in theaters, right? Um, and then we had a film called His Only Son about yes. Abraham at Easter, mm-hmm. and that did really well, number three. And so, uh, on our second release out for Sound of Freedom, we decided to do something that, frankly, you're you know the the rule of thumb is that the summer blockbuster season. Uh, is belongs to the Hollywood studios and right. new new companies need not apply. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we decided. But you know what? This film, Sound of Freedom, what better day to release it than right. a day when we're we're celebrating the freedoms that we have in America and to contrast that with the with the freedom that these children are are not having. Um, and so we thought, let's go. That's when people are are coming to the theaters. Um, and we reached out to all the theater chains and they have given us full support and it has just been amazing wild ride ever since the release date to see audiences come out and support sound of freedom and spread the word and pay it forward for other people to watch mm-hmm. uh, really it's i think this is we've been talking internally we really think this is 
uh, a once in a generation kind of a movie. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it certainly it, it certainly felt like it. Jared Giese is with me today here on The Bottom Line, Senior Vice President of Global Distribution at Angel Studios. We're talking about the latest Angel Studios distribution project, which is the outstanding movie starring Jim Caviezel, of course, who made his uh, uh, his, his big screen debut, if you will, in uh, Pastor of the Christ. I mean, he'd been in other films, but that was the one that really put, kind of put Jim on the map. Uh the new movie is called Sound of Freedom. It's in theaters now, well over 3,000 screens and growing. And this is the thing that Hollywood has to take a, a, a pay attention to, Jared, isn't it? The fact that this started with a company that's crowdfunded. This started as kind of a ground floor type of operation. It was a movie that basically a couple of big studios didn't really want. I mean, Fox kind of it was a player to be named later, later in that whole transaction. And then Disney probably didn't know quite what to do with it. But now that you guys have been able to, you know, touch this straw and turn it to gold yet again, um, the, the responses, I think that I could talk to 10 different people about this movie, Jared, and they have 10 different but equally powerful responses to the movie. Did you anticipate anything like this when you first got a hold of this project? Well, when we first screened the film uh, as a company, we screened the film with uh, with the producers, with Eduardo Verastegui and Tim Ballard came and and we watched it and um, and they they got up and shared with us that they've spent eight years of their life working on this film and they said we're handing the baton to you, hmm. um, and it was a in a, a, a very emotional, powerful moment where we we recognized that. Uh, between that and the Angel Guild saying we want this movie, that we had a responsibility to to get the word out uh, out there, and and so our mission was to to initially just to sell. We wanted two million people in the seats to represent the two million people that are trafficked around the world, mm -hmm. and uh, and so that mission has really been what's driven uh, all of the awareness. So we're just we're we're really grateful for the success, but mostly because the, what is indicated by that success is the awareness that is happening around child trafficking and and uh, and the conversations that are happening um, all across the country uh, and the strong responses, as you mentioned, it's a, 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 people are feeling many different things. And so we, we encourage people to, after they see this first step is awareness. And so we want people to, that's why we put the pay it forward program in place. So when you're impacted uh, after you watch this movie and you, I can guarantee you will be impacted uh, uh, you have now a mechanism that you can help share. And so there, and buy a ticket for someone who might not afford to be able to watch. And mm. so people can go to angel.com slash freedom and there they can pay it forward for other people. Or if you need a free ticket, and if, as long as you promise to use that ticket, we're, you're, we are happy to give you a ticket so that you mm. can watch it. You can check it out for yourself. If you're skeptical and you wonder what this is all about, um, we people have paid it forward. This isn't some marketing budget that we've reserved. This is right. every day people, hundreds of thousands of people across America are buying tickets for complete strangers. I love that. I love that. You know, what's interesting about that, Jared, is when you talk about a movie like this, and typically the way it gets paid forward is people are on their phones. They're in the theater saying, I'm at, I'm watching Sound of Freedom right now. This is amazing. They're telling everybody they know, you got to go see this film. 
But to be able to put this into terms that some folks who are saying, gosh, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're really kind of struggling right now. Inflation's high. Ticket prices are high. We haven't been to the theater in God knows how long. There are two things at play here that I, I want you to circle back around to because uh, I, I, we stress the importance of this all the time. The first one, of course, is experiencing this movie in a theater with other people, with those who are people of the Christian faith or people who are concerned about uh, human trafficking, especially as it pertains to children. But secondly, then the pay it forward part that says, look, it's so easy to go online and a couple of tickets is what, 30 bucks. I mean, it's not terribly expensive, but to put some money in that contribution to say, I will make it possible for somebody who says, I would love to go, but I can't afford a babysitter or I can't, you know, I don't, don't really have the time. I've never heard of a film company doing anything like this before. I mean, get me educated, Jared. Is this the first time this pay it forward concept has ever happened with a, a project like this? It is brand new for 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 theaters. So we've been doing pay it forward for the chosen. It's really been a, like a key engine that's helped spread the chosen and keep it free uh, inside of the Angel Studios app. Um, and and but this is really the first time that we brought it. We 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 had it a little bit for his only son, but uh, we learned so much that on that release that we thought let's let's roll it out really wide, uh, and it's just the perfect film for. Uh, to to help spread that. And I think we've all had the experience where you watch a movie and you've been impacted in, in maybe you want to share and you have a conversation with people afterwards. Um, and what this is enabling people to do is when you're impacted, you can do something about it and, and help spread the awareness. So that's really the first step is to get awareness around this issue. And, 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 and so pay it forward enables that to happen. And it's definitely a new vehicle. Um, and, and it's something we're very grateful to, uh, to so many people who have stepped up to, to spread the word. I mean, we, the film would not be performing at the box office uh, if it wasn't for just everyday people, um, taking, uh, taking a, a moment to, to help other people see it. It's exciting. Jared Giese is my guest today here on The Bottom Line, Senior Vice President of Global Distribution at Angel Studios. More to come in just a moment as The Bottom Line continues. It's exciting. Jared Giese is my guest today here on The Bottom Line, Senior Vice President of Global Distribution at Angel Studios, uh, part of the team, obviously the kind of mastermind, if you will, into getting the chosen into theaters, taking the episodes and turning them into a theatrical release. And we've had Ray Nutt from Fathom Events on here saying, yes, more chosen, please. We love that kind of stuff. But then to take this with a movie that's, I mean, to be fair, Jared, I mean, I don't want to say The Chosen is easy to promote because, I mean, the, everybody has their opinion about Jesus and the Bible and, and Christianity, but and whether they're Christians or not. But in a, a topic like this is very, very, I mean, you can sense the, the spiritual warfare must have been really intense. How were you guys at Angel Studios able to bring this to the big screen in four months, knowing that, I mean, you're really, I mean, without giving away any plot points here, there are some moments in the film where I can see maybe some politicians or Hollywood executives kind of squirming in their seats based on the fact that they actually perpetuate what Tim Ballard and his team are actually trying to fight against. We we really felt um, that... You know, there was a risk risks to choosing July Fourth because it's a very crowded time in in the box office. But uh, it was um, a matter of much debate, uh, and we felt like for many of those reasons that we needed to move quickly and to get this to get ahead and go as fast as we could to get this story out there. I would say the traditional um, 
there's been it's not like this is the first film about about human trafficking but right. it's been hard to break through uh and so i would say the traditional wisdom and this is why this film has had such a hard journey has been oh films like that don't work no mm-hmm. nobody wants to talk about it and so certainly we recognize that those headwinds were there but the film is so well done and done in a way that um is not exploitive uh and both on on this on the camera but also behind the scenes in terms of way that the way it was produced the care that was taken for mm-hmm. for the child actors and and so they didn't even know um what the story is about or the context um uh and in the amazing performances that alejandro monteverde was able to to get from the performers but um really just this film, I think, was just for a moment like this. It, there's a time where I think uh, the awareness and the uh, is just needing to be done. And so the film does it in a way where you can engage in it, yet it's a hard topic, but it leaves you with some hope and, and some inspiration by telling this true story of, of a man who had the courage to, to try to make a difference. Tell, tell us a little bit more, Jared, if you would, about uh, you mentioned the directing, you mentioned the writing. I was so blown away by the casting and I'm 40 years in the business. I've seen way too many of these and especially those that fall into the faith category. Now, understanding, of course, this is a very difficult topic. There is some language in this movie. There are some scenes that if you don't like the the, the thought of what these guys are doing, you have to go into the underbelly, if you will, of society to, to watch this. So, I mean, this is definitely the kind of movie it's not family friendly per se, but this is something that people of faith can watch very objectively and see the spiritual warfare that's going on. The casting is phenomenal, Jared. I mean, I'm, I was just really blown away with the casting and the writing. And I mean, outside I of Jim agree. Caviezel, Jim Caviezel, Mira Sorvino are the actors that I recognized. Everyone else, I just felt like this is a documentary, practically. I mean, they just they felt so real. Uh, to talk talk Bill about that. Camp. I mean, I'm, I'm, oh yeah. Highlight for me is Bill Camp's performance. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. he just stole the show for me um, yeah. in his role, and and then the, of course the child the child actors uh, especially were fantastic. Sister, yes, yes, um, just such emotion. I know the the director was telling us the story how there's one moment where one of the boys, the the young boy is is tearing up and and um the when they shot the scene they they asked him to think about a time where you missed your grandfather so we, mm. he's that's the what you're you're seeing real emotion but not mm-hmm. from he doesn't know that this you know the horror of the situation that's happening but yet you're seeing real emotion from a child and so they just work with them in such a beautiful ways and the, yes i completely agree amazing cast Jared Giese is with me today here on The Bottom Line, the Senior Vice President of Global Distribution at Angel Studios. We've got their link up at thebottomlineshow.com. We have the trailer up at thebottomlineshow.com for this outstanding new movie called Sound of Freedom, which since it made its $10 million debut on the 4th of July, easily cruised past $100 million, uh, heading on its way, I would imagine, toward 150 at some point, and with more and more theaters picking it up. Uh, Jared, what is the what is the plan now? There are some people who are saying, okay, it's been out for a couple of weeks. I have a little more time to go see this. But we always try to push the tyranny of the urgent, if you would, in terms of getting people to act now. Uh, to give us your best act now pitch for why our listeners need to see it tonight, need to see it this week, uh, because the theater business could be kind of fickle. Sometimes. Yeah, the theater chains are always looking to they want to make sure that the, the top movies are there. We've got a lot of competition coming up with, 
new releases, uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer and Mission Impossible. We're still in the summer blockbuster season. So we are really celebrating the success. I mean, our second weekend was larger than our first, which love it. Love is it. like box office history. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we were looking at the numbers and, and you know, that's, that's it's only happened 10 times in history to have the, the amount of growth we had the second weekend over the first, but that's Phenomenal. all these happened at Chris, uh, Christmas time. It's never happened mm-hmm. in the summer before. Right. And so, uh, it's it's anybody's guess how far the fans are going to take this movie and spread the message. Um, and so, but, but every week, every theaters decide every Monday morning, they look at the previous numbers and they decide, are we going to keep this story? And, and uh, you know, the angel guild selected this movie, people are paying it forward. And when you go and watch sound of freedom, you are saying to the people in your community that these are the kinds of stories that you want in your city and in your town. Yes. And and so I think that's an important message of creating impact. This is we love our, our streaming apps and we'll, it'll be in all the places eventually. But when you I think going out and, and watching this as with crowds, with the community is very key um, and creating those conversations. Um, but again, just creating impact in your local city and telling your theater chain, please bring more stories like this. And I think that Sound of Freedom uh, is going to pave the way for more stories like this. So so. Please get out and support and uh, spread that word. Amen. Amen. Jerry Giese, the Senior Vice President of Global Distribution at Angel Studios. These are the folks who brought this fantastic project, Sound of Freedom, to the big screen and are seeing record-breaking results. God's hand is all over this project, and I can't recommend this movie enough. It is not for the faint of heart, but trust me, once you see it, you will be invigorized, you'll be motivated and challenged to want to take action. Give us that web address again, Jared, because in addition to going to see the movie, not only can you see it, but you can pay it forward by buying tickets for other people so that they can see it too. That's right. You can go to angel.com slash freedom. And that gives you the information on how to get tickets in a, at a theater near you. Um, you can pay it forward. And if you need a free ticket uh, because you can't afford it, you can absolutely get one there. Love it. All right, Jared Giese, thank you so much for uh, for fighting for this movie and for getting the word out. Your team did a fantastic job of letting as many people know as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Thanks for your time today here on The Bottom Line. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Roger. Well, this is an amazing project. There's no question about it. And uh, to see God anointing this, um, it's just really incredible. I think that uh, it's one of the most powerful films that I've ever seen. I know Lisa and I watched it, and uh, we were 10 minutes into it, and we were both kind of tearing up. And I leaned over to her to see how she was doing, and she said, I'm fine, just don't talk to me right now. (laughs) I get it. I I had the same feeling. It's just, it's riveting. And uh, I'm so grateful that Jared was able to spend some time with us today, and I'm also blessed that we are able to give away a few Sound of Freedom uh, pieces of merchandise today here on the Bottom Line Show. 800-227-5278 is always our toll-free number to get through. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. Here's what we have. We have one pair of tickets to see Sound of Freedom. And I'm encouraging you, if you win the tickets today, I, I don't know if we're sending codes or what the deal is, go see it this week. The Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday day parts. We know the movie's theaters are crowded on weekends what really made sound of freedom stand up and what made hollywood take notice is the fact that it was released on a tuesday which is very unusual and it had a week-long release but to have a fourth of july kickoff you know and if for no other reason i wonder how many people heard sound of freedom 
Jim Caviezel, Mira Sorvino, 4th of July, let's go to the movies. And they did a pre-sale push in the church, 10 million people or $10 million worth of tickets sold. Okay, that's fine. What happened next, though, over the next five, six days in theaters is another $30 million worth of tickets were sold. That was not pre-sale. That was in the old day, we used to call it walk up or word of mouth. Now, there's been some good advertising for it, a lot of buzz surrounding it. And um, I'm grateful that Jared uh, Giese from Angel.com came in to tell us about some of the background because there are some stories, of course, that are in fact true. This movie was made in 2018. Uh, 20th Century Fox had it. They were waiting for distribution on it. And then 20th Century Fox was purchased, at least the movie part of 20th Century Fox, was purchased by Disney. And then Disney sat on the movie. But contrary to what you might be reading on the internet, Disney sat on the movie, it sounds like, for about a year, maybe 15 months, 18 months. Then the pandemic hit. And by the time the pandemic hit, the producers were like, hey, we want to get this movie out. We want to do it on our way, uh, do it our way. And um, they just had to negotiate a price with the folks at Disney. Um, now, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think that a lot of the major studio heads were surprised by the pandemic declaration. A lot of big businesses were not surprised. Um, they knew this was coming and they knew the government was going to come in and quote unquote, try to save things and fix things. But the topic of this discussion, it is worth noting. Somebody far greater than the Walt Disney Company did not want Sound of Freedom to get made. And that is the enemy, the devil. I mean, this movie, again, we don't hear about Tim Ballard's Christian faith per se, though he does quote scripture, though he is a very godly man. And Operation Underground Railroad is a faith-based ministry. This is a faith-based movie, but it does not back away from the fact that Tim Ballard has had to make deals, has had not, not compromises, but rather has had to talk a certain way to these criminals to get them enticed to then wind up getting caught in the snare. And it's just, it's powerful. So 800-227-5278, we do have a pair of tickets to give away for Sound of Freedom. I encourage you, if you do win the tickets, please use them, go see them. Um, we also have a couple of Sound of Fury t-shirts to give away, and that may be an even greater witness <laughs> to wear these things. Um, give Crystal a call. Joel's helping on the phones too on this movie Monday. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 the number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, I want to unpack a portion of this story that I think is vital for us to understand, and that's in the messaging of what's going on here. It's coming up next as the bottom line continues. One of the greatest gifts that we can give to an expectant mother is the gift of the first picture she'll ever have of her son or daughter in the womb. That comes through an ultrasound, and our friends at Preborn have an opportunity for us to make more of these ultrasounds a reality. Every time you give a donation of $28 to Preborn, that means one more ultrasound can take place. But how about giving enough money for an ultrasound machine? The cost is $15,000. It's a sizable investment. But every ultrasound machine can do 250 ultrasounds per year and lasts at least 10 years. Now take that cost $15,000 and divide that by 2,500. Okay, now you begin to see how the cost per ultrasound goes down even more once we have more ultrasound machines to donate into preborn clinics. Make a donation right now to preborn. It's completely tax deductible, and every penny, every dollar you donate right now is going to the purchase of an ultrasound machine. 
833-850-BABY is the number to call, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com. That's K-B-R-I-T-E radio.com. Click on the banner for Preborn and make your best donation right now. $25, $50, $100, it all counts towards saving babies' lives. kbrightradio.com. Hit the Preborn banner right now. My thanks again to Jared Giese, the Senior Vice President of Global Distribution for Angel Studios, for joining me for the past half hour. Here on the Bottom Line Show, we've been talking about the movie Sound of Freedom, and Angel's had a pretty good run, if you, if I don't mind saying so. This is a group that got behind Dallas Jenkins with The Chosen back in 2017, 2018, when Dallas had literally just been landed on his wallet after the release of The Resurrection of Gavin Stone which he thought was going to be his ticket to the big time, and it wound up being his ticket to the poorhouse temporarily. But Angel got behind this, and with crowdfunding, which means people like us donate to their cause, um, they wound up getting The Chosen made, and then the pandemic hit. All these people had free time to sit and watch streaming uh, programming, and they Chosen became a monster hit. Now it's got theatrical releases. Now Lionsgate is releasing it internationally. Now it's on the CW, for crying out loud. Jonathan Rumi was on the cover of TV Guide the other day. I mean, my gosh, what is happening here, right? For their next number, Angel Studios then took on a really small project called His Only Son, which was an independent movie, and it, and it shows. I mean, you can tell they didn't have a lot of money to spend on production of this, that, and the other thing. But it's the story of Abraham and Isaac and God testing the faithfulness of Abraham and foreshadowing how if Abraham were willing to sacrifice his only son, which we didn't wind up having to do, but God would be willing to sacrifice his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, for the penalty for our sin. And that movie did $12 million at the box office during Holy Week. Phenomenal. Now here comes Sound of Freedom, starring Jim Caviezel, the true story of Tim Ballard in Operation Underground Rescue and bringing to light the atrocities of child sex trafficking internationally and the ramifications here in the U.S. Movie well over $100 million at the box office on a uh, uh, production budget of around $14 million. It's a very well-shot movie. It's very well-directed. Great casting, great writing. It is, it, it's brutal. There is some language in it. And, of course, the whole theme is rescuing kids from child sex trafficking. So it ain't pretty. Um, no nudity that I recall. But just, you know, the idea that they're buying and selling kids is just terrific. But may I offer a suggestion to those of us in the body of Christ who oftentimes get frustrated with the fact that the media does this or the left does this and we don't get our message out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes in churches, we spend a lot of time trying to be clever and cute and creative to get people to come to hear our sermons or go to our events or outreaches, et cetera, et cetera. But may I suggest to you that two things have happened, well, three, have happened with these Angel Studio projects that are just kind of hiding in plain sight. Number one, the titles for all of their projects are provocative and easy to remember. The Chosen. Who's Chosen? Oh, The Chosen. It's about Jesus and the disciples who were chosen by God. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it in 10 seconds or less. The Chosen. I get it. It's short. It's pithy. It's to the point. How about his only son? Now, let's face it, be honest. How many people do you think went to the theater to see a movie called His Only Son during Easter week thinking it was about Jesus? I'm sure a lot of people did. They got there and they're like, wait, this isn't about Abraham and Isaac. Yeah, I know that story. Or, wow, I didn't really know that story. I'm going to go ahead and read it. 
And then Sound of Freedom. Boy, that sounds great, doesn't it? That sounds like Johnny Tremaine and We Are the Sons, We Are the Sons. I mean, you remember those movies? Sound of Freedom sounds very patriotic. Let's get a movie starring Jim Caviezel called Sound of Freedom and release it on the 4th of July. See, this isn't very difficult to figure out. So why do we as conservatives and why do we as Christians spend so much time making it so difficult? I'm going to argue with you about the sanctity of human life and blah, 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 blah. Wait a minute. The left takes these big issues and boils them down into simple things that their audience understands. Like, for example, 2022 midterms. Roe versus Wade have been overturned because of the passage of Dobbs versus Jackson. So what did the left say? Your democracy is at risk. That's how they sold the election. It wasn't true, but that's how they sold the election. Sound of freedom is true. His only son is true. The chosen is true. And they're easy to remember. They're difficult to ignore. Let's stop making this so difficult on ourselves, brothers and sisters. Ask God if you have a message, if you have a vision. CaliforniaWillBeSaved.com is a website that we're going to be talking about on the other side of this break. It's about a guy named Ross Johnston who had a vision from the Lord that rather than Christians all leaving California and the last one to go turn out the light, instead it's, hey, California will be saved. God's children will be saved. The church will prevail. It doesn't mean that everybody in California is going to turn away from their weird sinful lifestyle, but California will be saved. I get it. Save California. I get it. We are dealing at a time when people, as our friend and colleague George Barna would say, have lots of paper knowledge. They've got college degrees and lots of consonants after their last names, but they really don't have any wisdom. I believe there's a reason why Jesus on the cross, first prayer he prayed was, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. We're surrounded by people like that. But we have a golden opportunity not to shame people, but rather to say, hey, you know what? Your sin is your shame. But they don't know they're sinful. When you're trying to discipline a toddler, they think everything's perfectly fine as long as they get everything that they want in their world. They have to be taught. They have to be reared. Their wills have to be molded and shaped. Lord God, as we look at issues like sex trafficking and the sanctity of human life in the womb and the, the, the salvation of places like the People's Republic of California that seem so far off. Help us to remember that it's really very simple. When Peter was called out of the boat to walk on water to Jesus, all he had to do was keep his eyes on him. And when Jesus says, eyes on me, if we keep our eyes on him, it's amazing. There's no telling what you have in store for us to do in and through us continue to work through this program, through these listeners, through these guests, through these giveaways, every opportunity that we have to share the good news of the gospel, that we do live in a sinful fallen world. The curse of Adam means that everybody is born sinful and apart from you. But the blessing of Jesus is that his blood pays the penalty for our sin and allows us to enter your throne room. Thank you for that precious gift in Jesus' precious and powerful name. Amen. For our KCBC audience, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. And you've got Rabbi Schneider coming up. Uh, For those who remain with us on the network, a powerful new event is coming up in the Save California series. We'll talk about that coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Well, welcome back to this special edition of The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and my thanks again to Jared Giese, Senior Vice President of Global Distribution for Angel Studios. They're the 
team that was responsible for the initial production of The Chosen and then getting The Chosen into theaters and teaming up with Fathom Events. And then for the movie His Only Son about Abraham, the little independent movie that wound up grossing $12 million at the box office during Holy Week. And now the little independent movie called Sound of Freedom and that um, starred Jim Caviezel and Mira Sorvino. Well over $100 million, hopefully on its way to $150 million, uh, giving away a pair of tickets to go see it this week. And that special Pay It for a camp- Forward campaign. I, What a great idea. You go to angel.com and then you hit the Pay It Forward. It's pay-it.forward forward slash sound dash of dash freedom. We've got it all linked up at the bottom line show.com. And here's the deal. It's one of those, it's kind of like when you go to the convenience store and they've got the change thing up front, need a penny, take a penny, got a penny, leave a penny, you know, that type of thing. The whole idea, they, they started doing this with the chosen and now they're trying it with this movie is if you want to see sound of freedom, but you don't really have the means, you know, for whatever reason, money's tight. And I get it. It's easy for us to say, well, a couple of tickets, what is that, 30 bucks? I mean, come on, let's, it's a great cause. But I realized that if you're, if inflation has been running away, even this past month, they're like, inflation slowed to 3%. Yeah, that's 3% higher than it was last year when it was 9% higher than the year before. So don't let that much, prices aren't dropping, they're just not rising as quickly. So it's tougher and tougher to stretch the old dollar. So I get it. But the pay it forward campaign is great. You buy a ticket, say you go to see the show and you go, wow, this is incredible. It's amazing. Then you go online to angel.com and the pay it forward thing. And you say, you know, I'd like to bless somebody with tickets to Sound of Freedom. And so then you say, okay, I'm going to buy a block of four tickets. And you make the purchase there and you basically leave the tickets there. Then if someone needs them, they come on and they get them. And they do. the only thing, and you heard Jared mention this, you know, we're giving away a pair of tickets today, um, 800-227-5278. Got a couple of Sound of Freedom shirts that we're giving away as well. We want to keep Crystal busy today, that's for sure. But understanding too, that when you go to the pay it forward part, if you need tickets, I mean, you know, we're giving away a pair, but if you need tickets and you want to just get some for free, um, you can go to the pay it forward site. Now I would ask you, and, and I mean this sincerely, would ask you, if you are not in dire financial straits right now, I mean, anybody could go and just get the tickets for free. But if you are not facing a tough financial time, what I, I, I want to encourage you to not only leave the tickets there for people who really, really need them, number one, but number two, donate a pair while you're there. It's not that hard to do, and it's a great concept. And can you imagine, th- this is this is right up there with Keith Green telling Billy Ray Hearn at Sparrow Records that he wanted to give away his albums. You know, <laughs> when, he, when Keith, I mean, let's face it, Keith was in his 20s. He, I mean, the, the records were selling like crazy. And not that he set out to make a lot of money on them, but um, at one point, Keith and Melody, I think, were renting like four or five houses in the Pasadena area, and they were like flop houses for hippies. Then they bought a ton of property out in Texas for the last day's ministries, and Pete had a pl- or Keith had a plane. and I mean, all this by the time he was 28 years of age. But his last that record, I remember the story well, where he was so passionate about the ministry, he said, I don't want anybody to not be able to get this record, so can't we just make it available for whatever people can pay? And they had to explain to Keith that there are production costs that are static, 
um, in terms of pressing the vinyl back then and getting the artwork together, shipping them to the bookstores. Then the bookstores would purchase for a you know certain price and then they would resell them and make a little money off of it. And he said it would just create chaos if you did that. So uh, this is a way to kind of organize the chaos. And uh, I'm glad that uh, Jared Giese has, uh, has, has seen that vision and is so uh, impassioned by that. I want to encourage you not only to get a ticket to Sound of Freedom or two because of the topic of uh, sex trafficking, human trafficking, but please understand too that when it comes to the world of abortion, abortion and sex trafficking go hand in glove. Anytime you see a progressive politician saying, we can't have these mandatory consent laws and, and we can't, uh, abortion has to be legal up for every, you know, into the third trimester, whatever. They are not telling you the truth about medicine. They're not telling you the truth about the victims of abortion and sex trafficking. What they're telling you is the sex trafficking industry relies on abortions to keep the girls, especially out, I mean, obviously the boys don't have to worry about it, but there are boys being trafficked for sex as well. But if you are a trafficker and you have young girls and they run the risk of getting pregnant, quote unquote, um, I say run the risk, that's, that's the air quotes go. You don't want a pregnancy interfering with your business model. So of course you want an abortion. And the abortion industry wants the bodies. They want the babies. They want the body parts. So it basically, the traffickers are providing the abortionists what they want. The abortionists are giving the traffickers what they want. So of course you're going to see these leftist legislators saying, uh, it's really not fair to have a parental consent law in there because that might put the girl's life at risk. Oh, really? <laughs> Who's to say her life isn't already at risk and this might be the lifeline that she needs? That's why we encourage you to support the healthy option like preborn. Preborn gives a... Pr woman of any age, even a girl who says, gosh, I think I might be pregnant. I want to know what my options are, but if, I if, if they find out at home I'm pregnant, then I'm in big trouble. She can go to a preborn clinic and get an ultrasound and see that baby fall in love with that kid or those kids, if it's twins or triplets or whatever, and then make the best decision, not only for the kid, but also for herself. And that's where your tax-deductible donations are so important. 833-850-BABY uh, is the number to call. 833-850-2229. See, we were talking about today here on Movie Monday how we were going to show how all these things are intertwined. And um, in terms of telling the truth, telling the truth about trafficking, telling the truth about abortion, telling the truth about some encouragement and alternatives as well. And, and that's where our next guest comes in. Uh, Ross Johnston is the co-founder of a great organization. If you have, you know, we've seen the mass migration from California. It's anywhere between 500 and 700,000 Californians have now become Texans or Tennesseans or Floridians over the past decade, and especially in the past two or three years. But does that necessarily mean that every Christian needs to leave? Ross is from this area. Ross has a fascinating testimony. And he started this uh, ministry a couple of years ago. They had their first big events at the Honda Center, the Coliseum, uh, back in May and June. They've got another one coming up in Hollywood this Sunday, where we just gather together as Christians, and we pray and praise, and literally take back the city and take back the state. His ministry is called CaliforniaWillBeSaved.com. Ross is going to join me on the other side of this break to talk about this exciting new opportunity that we have to praise the Lord, especially for our Southern California listeners. That's coming up next as the bottom line continues. You can protect against market volatility without investing all your money into bonds. Wilson Financial has simply better alternatives. The last 12 months, there has been almost $1.7 invested in investment-grade bonds. 
This moves to safety locks up money for a long time of guaranteed low returns. Why? Market volatility. Well, my comment is why go with low earnings for a long time when you can get great earnings with a solid real estate-backed investment paying you 6% over the next three years. After three years, you can invest in another option, or you can do what most of our investors do and reinvest in another one of our new exclusive 6% accounts. This strategy gives you the best of both options without settling for many years of low returns. Our 3D Money 6% account pays you great interest while you're not subjecting yourself to market volatility. Call 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or visit kbrightradio.com slash Wilson Financial and ask about Dennis Wilson's exclusive real estate-backed 6% investment account, Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Well, today here on The Bottom Line, we're going to get into a uh, conversation about what's happening here in the People's Republic of California, why things have gotten so crazy but why one man in particular is filled with hope. Ross Johnston is a revivalist. He's the co-founder and leader of an organization called California Will Be Saved. CAWillBeSaved.com is the website. They've got a series of events coming up all throughout the summer and into the early fall. And if anybody is optimistic about what's happening here in California, it's Ross Johnston. So Ross, welcome to the Bottom Line Show today. Hey, super excited to be here today. And uh, yeah, just expecting God to do major things in California. So I can't wait to share about it. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, the, the, the wasteland that has the nation has become, and especially California kind of leading the way, has left a lot of people discouraged. But you're very encouraged, even though when you go to CaliforniaWillBeSaved.com website, uh, the first thing you see is the words, where California goes, the world goes. Talk about where the optimism for this came. I mean, this this isn't something just happened overnight for you. This is something God's been building in your heart for quite some time. Yeah, absolutely. So I was actually born by artificial insemination. I grew up in a lesbian household. You know, I had no grid for God, no grid for Jesus or the Holy Spirit. And so when I got saved, I remember one of the first things that I told the Lord is I said, God, I don't want to just be a good person who reads a good book and goes to a good church, but I want to know you, God. And so from my earliest days of being saved, there was this passion to know God intimately and deeply. And so where that has led me is, especially since 2020, we see this narrative of darkness, which is real. And there's so many things happening in California that are really challenging and that aren't of the Lord. But mm-hmm. there's also this narrative that many people haven't seen or not aware of where God is moving with such power and such presence all across the Golden State. So I would say this excitement and this passion comes from knowing that, yes, there's a real enemy, but we also know that Jesus is victorious, and we're believing for that to take place here in California. Ross Johnson is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. He is the co-founder of the organization called California Will Be Saved. I mentioned earlier we have a link for CA, the word will and the word be and the word saved, Dot com is up at the bottom line show.com. You've had a couple of gatherings so far and you pick really small inconspicuous places like the Honda center, the Coliseum. I'm, I'm teasing. Of course. <laughs> it does, does, I mean, if you're going to go, go big or go home, talk about how, what the response was like there. Did you have a lot of, you know, people of faith coming, I would imagine, but was there any kind of resistance too from people trying to, uh, you know, squash the spirit, if you will? Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be a few people that try to come against the gatherings or try to discourage you. But actually, it's been the opposite. We have seen not literally not just hundreds, but thousands of people combined 
come out to these gatherings, worship Jesus, preach the gospel, pray for one another. We've seen baptisms take place. So if anything, you know, you'd be surprised because in California, we feel like sometimes, you know, does the, does the church even exist here? Where are they at? Well, the, right. case, the case is actually, as we travel the state, there is pockets and churches and ministries all the way from the north down to the south who are hungry to see God do something special. And so it's been such a blessing to meet so many of the body of Christ here in California. I'm encouraged. I was pleasantly surprised to see the last time I visited your site afterwards, I was looking, you know, for a little bit of follow-up, that there are more events and more locations that you guys have uh, staked out here. Talk about what, how the Spirit moves in your team's hearts to say, okay, we're sensing now God wants us to go to Hollywood or San Diego or, you know, wherever it is God is calling you to have these events. Yeah, you know, it's really two things. Number one, we keep it so simple. We'll just have times of prayer, and we're just asking God, God, is there a specific city that you want us to go that you're highlighting in this season? And typically we'll have, you know, somebody on our team will receive a word or a dream or something on, placed on their heart for a specific city, and we're saying, okay, we're going to go there. But then number two, we also remember that, you know, from 1900 till now, which has been just over 100 years, there's been three to four moves of God here in California alone. And so we right. always like visiting the cities or regions that have seen moves of God in the past, because we know that there's, there's a DNA, there's, there's a revival that's already taken place there, and we're believing for God to do it again. So that's kind of the process. You have an event coming up on July the 30th in Hollywood, uh, having just been to LA and Santa Monica, and then you'll be gearing up to Northern California coming up in September. Talk about how our listeners can be praying for the event on uh, on Saturday, July or Sunday, July 30th, because I know you have big, uh, we have big plans. You have big, we serve a big God, and you don't yeah. go in small on these events. Talk about that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, to be honest, I still can't believe that we actually got a permit to shut down Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> in front of the wow. Chinese Theater on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I mean, that is so significant. And, you know, Hollywood might be the most influential city in the entire world. And when do we get a chance as a body of Christ to worship Jesus and to proclaim the gospel in a setting like that on a mass scale? And so how you could be praying for us is just pray that the entire Church of California would rally behind to come together for this moment, and that people who are, aren't saved would be saved. We love, we love Christians being at our events, but we also want people who don't know Jesus to encounter His love, to go from darkness to light. And so that's how you can be praying specifically for us. I'm talking with Ross Johnston today here on The Bottom Line. He is the co-founder of the, uh, I want to call it a movement, I'll call it a ministry. California Will Be Saved, cawillbesaved.com is the website. Ross, what kinds of people are you hearing from? Uh, how is this growing? I mean, it's kind of organic. We see guys like Sean Foyt going out saying, hey, we're just going to lead worship here at this beach, or we're going to do whatever, and thousands of people show out. I, I know that there's obviously a bit of a administration that has to go on in the background, but but how is that coming together for you guys? I mean, so far, it seems like it's just been kind of free and easy, and it, uh, like you said, permits in the city of Hollywood wind up uh, showing up in your hands. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the main approaches we've taken is we really believe in excellence. And, you know, I, I don't remember the stats off the top of my head, but it's at least four to six hours per day if most people are spending on social media. And so we really steward and use social media to get the word out about our events. And the reason why we do that is because, you know, we have the greatest story in all of mankind, the story of Jesus Amen. is at our hands. And so media can tell the story of what God is doing through a lens that past generations didn't have the ability to do. 
And so we use social media as the main kind of catalyst or vehicle to get the word out. But secondly, we do pre-rallies at churches where we go to local churches and we just share vision and say, hey, we're coming to your city. We want your local church to be involved and we want to send people who are getting saved to your churches. And so those are the two main ways that we've really mobilized is using social media and then connecting with local leaders and pastors to make sure that the body of Christ and local churches are involved. I appreciate the fact that you are in such prayer over all this, Ross, because I think it's very easy for those of us. I'm a lifelong Southern California resident, born in Whittier, raised in Orange County. I mean, Inland Empire home now. And I think about how easy it is for many of us to just say to heck with it. You know, I'm, I'm literally going to pull a, you know, <laughs> shaking the sandal, the dust off by sandals and move on. And yet you're here with an amazing testimony and you're standing in the gap ready to fight. What continues to encourage you about what God is doing in California. We know what the enemy is trying to do in California, but what encourages you the most about yeah. what God is doing? Yeah, well, I mean, the encouraging thing is always seeing people saved, uh, healed, yes. and baptized in the local church coming together. But I would say it's less of the encouragement, and it's more of the vision. You know, Scripture makes it clear that without vision, people perish. And so the vision that we see is we know when we've heard of the, the moves of God here in California— they always never stayed only in California. They always impacted America and even the nations of the earth. So the vision is, like you said when you saw on our website, that what happens here in California, whether it's good or bad, is going to get exported into the entire world. And so what happens if the narrative in California gets shifted from one of hopelessness and depression and darkness to the good news of Jesus, to the streets of California being filled with worship and praise, and so we're believing that as we continue to strike the ground here in California, that this won't just impact our local cities, but it'll impact our nation and the nations of the earth. You know, it's interesting, Ross, and I'm, I'm chuckling at myself because as I get older, too many years with headphones on, sometimes my hearing isn't so good. When you were talking about worship, the, what I heard you say was warship. And you know, it's interesting because I realized that when we do worship God, and we do so corporately and in public like this, it really is an act of war against evil. It's an act of war against the enemy. I mean, I think of the musicians in the Old Testament who went before the, the armies of God, you know, where they were called to sack a city, you know, to take it. And I, I get the sense that maybe God is raising your organization uh, and others up to kind of wake us up and say, look, this is a war. It is a battle. Jesus already won the spiritual war, I mean, over death and hell. But in terms of the battles that we're fighting here in the culture right now, uh, let's not lose heart. Let's let's stay the course and understand that, yes, it is war, but we rejoice that our Heavenly Father has has made a way for us. Uh, we've got a couple moments left in our conversation with Ross Johnston. He's the co-founder of CaliforniaWillBeSaved.com. Uh, we talked about the Hollywood event. You've got a few other events that Bottom Line Show listeners can participate. Uh, maybe you want to plan a little bit further ahead uh, to take a look at what's happening in Huntington Beach and Sacramento, San Diego. Kind of walk us through those, if you would. Yeah, absolutely. So after July 30th in Hollywood, we have August 19th at Huntington Beach. That is actually going to be our two-year anniversary where our whole movement was birthed. And so we're going to be right next to the pier. Uh, every time we go to Huntington Beach, something special always happens there. So really yes. excited about that. Uh, September 24th, we're going to be in Sacramento. We're going to be with our good friends, United Revival. Most people have probably seen them. They've been doing the Jesus marches all across America. So we're mm -hmm. excited to partner with them. 
And then our last event of the year is going to be October 28th in San Diego. We're still locking in a venue for that, but those are the events coming up for the rest of the year. Okay, so you can be in prayer uh, for these events, of course, but uh, also if you want to volunteer, if you'd like to participate financially, CA will be saved. It's CA for California. The word will, the word be, and the word saved.com. We'll just make it easy. It's up at thebottomlineshow.com and rogermarsh.com and encourage you to get in Get behind, come alongside, get in front of this movement uh, that Ross and his team, this vision that they've had for many years that's finally coming to fruition. Ross Johnston, the co-founder of CaliforniaWillBeSaved.com. God's blessings to you, brother, as you continue to fight the good fight here in the People's Republic of California. Grateful for our time together here on The Bottom Line Show today. Amen. Thanks for having me. Well, again, you can find all of that information at thebottomlineshow.com. Again, the uh, uh, the website is ca the word world the word will the word b b e and the word saved.com. And those events coming up, whether it's the 30th in Hollywood or then August 19th at Huntington Beach, that's going to be great. A couple more events in Sacramento. And uh, it's, it's, it's a good time, San Diego, of course, as well. It's a good time for us to be going public with our praise, to, to speak the truth in love and to do so not in a way where we're trying to like burn down cities and stuff, but rather just to say, hey, you know, it's okay for Christians to get together and gather. That's part of the tenets of our constitution, whether people want to believe in religious liberty or not. And I'm grateful for Ross Johnston and his team for doing what they're doing. Again, uh, CaliforniaWillBeSaved.com is linked up at TheBottomLineShow.com. Some final thoughts on what we've been talking about today here on this Movie Monday in just a moment as the bottom line continues. You know the old expression, a picture is worth a thousand words? Well, if you're an expectant mom and you go to a pregnancy health center that is in partnership with Preborn, one picture can say way more than that. And that picture I'm talking about is an ultrasound picture. Every donation that goes to Preborn goes to providing ultrasounds for women who are expecting children and they want to know what all of their options are. When you call 833-850-BABY right now, you give a gift of $28 that provides one ultrasound. But if you give a gift toward the purchase of an ultrasound machine, now that's a $15,000 investment, but every ultrasound machine can do 250 ultrasounds per year and lasts a minimum of 10 years. That's 2,500 ultrasounds available to women right now. Think of all the babies, thousands of babies' lives that will be saved by your donation to preborn right now. Call 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Make your best donation right now. $50, $100. Maybe you want to give $15,000. It's completely tax deductible. We've had a couple of bottom line listeners step up and do just that. 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Call Preborn right now. My thanks again to Ross Johnston, the co-founder of CaliforniaWillBeSaved.com, for joining me for the past uh, 15, 20 minutes or so to talk about his organization's upcoming event. Again, it's uh, this coming Sunday, July 30th in Hollywood. More information is up at CAWillBeSaved.com and TheBottomLineShow.com. Also, then don't forget that one for Orange County. Huntington Beach is kind of a renegade city these days, and this is going to be a good event on August the 19th. Uh, to have the opportunity to uh, praise and worship the Lord. That's a Saturday in Huntington Beach at the pier. And more information is up at thebottomlineshow.com. Also, thanks to Jared Giese, the Senior Vice President for Global Development at Angel Studios, angel.com, where they are the distributors. They were the team that was responsible for getting the movie Sound of Freedom into theaters. We have a great 
debt of data, a debt of gratitude for them. And we're also grateful that they provided us a pair of tickets for a screening. Um, I encourage you to go to the Pay It Forward section at angel.com and uh, get free tickets if you need them or give free tickets if you can, uh, if, if you have the means to take care of that. And, you know, buy a whole block. I mean, I would imagine there could be a bottom line listener. You know, a lot of these theaters that are showing Sound of Freedom are doing so in like 200 uh, tick, uh, 200 seat venues. I mean, they're not the massive ones. They're the smaller ones. Why not buy a block of 100 tickets or 200 tickets? I mean, go to angel.com and you can find out more. And congratulations to everybody who won stuff, uh, the two t-shirts and the pair of tickets to go see this movie. And then to, to uh, former Vice President Mike Pence, who's running for president, for bringing up a very important issue about the sanctity and the dignity of human life. I, I often joke, I have friends who are in the medical world and in the legal world, and I'll say there's a reason that your office is called a practice. And that's because you're still trying to figure out how to get it right. And, and I mean that sincerely. The science is never settled on medicine and laws are always changing. Ask Stephanie Cover at Cover Law. Well, we can ask her tomorrow if she's going to be on the show. Um, but the, the idea that the world can somehow redefine what God has already ordained is ridiculous. We have fetal abnormalities and anomalies, as they're called, because of two things. First of all, there's a standard. This is what a human being is supposed to look like. That's because God created us in his image, and every human being in the history of the world has met that image, number one. Number two, there is sin in the world, and because there's sin in the world, there's disease in the world. And because there's disease in the world, people say, well, how would God make a child with this problem or that problem? Well, um, God creates the child perfectly, and if the sin has impacted the body, then you understand that you know, this is going to happen. But how many times has God used somebody who doesn't fit the norm, quote unquote, to change the world, to change? Take a guy like Nick Vujicic, for example. Loves God, was born with no arms or legs. What a powerful testimony he has. People have to pay attention to that guy. Why? Because he has no arms or legs. But he's got such a vibrant faith, but he can also say, yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted to kill myself. All the other friends got to go out and do stuff, and I couldn't do anything. He's happily married. He's a father. He's a speaker. I mean, you have to ask the question, though. And, and Mike Pence, I think, answered it so eloquently. He said, look, if a woman is diagnosed, basically being told that her child may be terminal, may not survive the pregnancy, the left would say, oh, the horror of a, you know, delivering a dead baby, is just, it's awful. Well, the horror of having that child ripped apart in the womb while the child's still alive is as bad, if not worse. And when you think of those little visitors from heaven that come our way, and sometimes it's so precious, the family gets to bond with that son or daughter for maybe an hour or two, maybe a day or two, maybe a week or two. Is that life any less valuable than the lives of people living into their 90s and their 100s? At the end of the day, let's not forget, our bodies house our eternal souls, and we get new bodies in heaven. But the sanctity of life is precious, it's worth fighting for, and it requires us to tell the truth in love, to speak the truth in love, to, and understanding there are a lot of people who don't know what they're doing. Father, please forgive those folks, for they know not what they do, but please empower us to share your good news until Jesus returns. That's the good news, and that's the bottom line.